0: All right, we've been talking about um, living in the favor of God the last couple of weeks, and Scott and Lila done an awesome job last week, and um, give us a lot of stuff to chew on. And I hope you, I hope you chewed on it this week um, because it was some good, good stuff. And um, Lila talked about just remembering, and it's so important. It's so important in your, um, in your, in, in your walk that you remember what God's done. Amen? So many times we, 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 we come out of a, a, a sickness or whatever and, and we forget about it. You know, especially if it wasn't nothing major. And we forget and move on. It's like, you know, what's the next thing? Don't forget. Don't forget that He split the Red Sea. Don't forget that He, you know, He, he, he created your body and it heals itself. Amen? Amen. That's right. It's the way He created your body. It's amazing. The body is an amazing thing. I talk about it a lot. But it's an amazing, amazing thing. And so don't forget, and Lila done a great job in reminding us of all those, all of us that have been touched. And God's brought us through those storms. And then Scott was sharing on, on, um, on the, you know, when you walk in favor, you know, there's, there's the giving, there's the, um, who wrote them down? There's the, um, care, I mean, helping others, celebrating others, yeah, celebrating the others and learning to give was the first one, being faithful and all of those, so yeah, you, wow, let's go back to my sermon the week before and see if anybody, no, I'm just joking, just, just joking, just joking. I am speaking favor in my life, Rick. You got it written down. Rick, you get a star today, Rick. You get a check mark on your box at the Sunday school church. Hallelujah. So I'm continuing with favor. Maybe this week, maybe next week, I don't know. Whatever the Lord says do, we'll do. But um, walking in God's favor, it's, it's good. <laughs> I want you to get a hold to it because it's good. There's nothing better than the favor of God other than your salvation. But having the blessings of God upon your life, having the favor of God over your life and your children, your your business, whatever it is, whatever you're walking in, having God's favor is a big deal. It's a big deal. And I have it in my life and I'm getting more and more of it and I want you to have more and more of it. Okay? It's, it's, It's not just a gallon. There's plenty. And you can never get to the end of it. He has more than you can stand. I promise. And He wants to give it. You being evil know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more? Anybody know that verse? The Heavenly Father wants to give to His children. Yeah. So favor is one of those things that He has that He wants to give to us. And as I was studying this week and just thinking about you know, which direction to go, I told you I was going to go back to to Genesis 39, and I am. The story of Joseph. When I think of favor, I think of Joseph. Joseph was a man that had the favor of God on his life. Everything he'd done, whether it was bad or good, God was there. And God blessed Joseph. Okay, you say, we've heard this before, Brother Rodney, and you're going to hear it again this morning. Okay? Joseph. When the world turned against him, when his brothers, his family turned against him, God was there. God blessed him. Did he have to go through the storm? Yeah, he went through plenty of storms. And we'll see that as we talk this morning. He walked through a lot of storms. But the Bible says it, and it's true for our lives, and it's true for your life too, that God was always there. And that's why I said what I said earlier when we was praying. I want you to know, whatever you're walking through, God's there. You're not alone. Okay? And if you'll pay attention, if you'll pay attention, if you'll look at what He's doing, you'll see some favor. You'll see some blessings. If you'll pay attention. Many times we get caught up in, and again, we get caught up in in, in the storm, and we're looking at the storm, the clouds and the wind and the rain and all that's going on, and I can't, and we miss what God's doing. Because our focus is on the wrong thing. And rightfully so, we're human beings, Okay? So I'm not here to condemn you this morning. I'm not a condemning kind of preacher. You know that. We focus on the, the storm because we're human. But if we can ever look past it, that's when our confidence begins to build. And what happens is you start focusing on what God is doing. I shared with you that morning when, when Debbie and I, Debbie was going to have last, uh, her last treatment um, before her surgery. And uh, we were there in the hotel room in Birmingham And and we were staying, and and, and she was in a lot of pain. And we had already asked for a late checkout. So it was already two hours past our checkout time. And so we couldn't ask for another checkout from the front desk. We just had to ask for a checkout from the father. And you remember me telling you, the, the lady was in the hallway when it was time for us to leave to clean our room. But she was cleaning the room next door. And it took her over an hour to clean the room next door. And it gave my wife another hour to just sit and to pray and to wait on God to relieve the pain and move the pain out so we could leave and go to the doctor. You say, that's not a big deal, Rodney. Yes, it is. If it's you hurting and you don't, you, you don't know that you can get up and walk downstairs without passing out it is a big deal but what that is is the favor of god that's when god looks down and says that's one of my kids that's hurting that's one of my kids that need a little touch right now just keep on cleaning that room i don't know how many times she said and i'm just making stuff up okay it's good preaching i know i just cleaned that bathroom I know I just mop, I mean, vacuumed that floor. Look at that stuff all over that floor. I don't know. I don't know if that took place or not. God might have been sprinkling dirt everywhere. Just keep cleaning, sister. Because my baby girl's in the next room and she needs to sit there another hour, so you just keep on cleaning. That's favor. I believe in it strongly because I've seen it, I've experienced it, I've walked in it, and I want you to experience it so bad. The favor of God. How do I walk in the favor of God? How do I walk in the favor of God? Well, I'm going to give you a couple of things. Most of it is, it's just Him. (laughs) He does it. He does it. He just does it. Because He's a good Father. Amen? You don't deserve it. Nothing you've done, nothing you're going to do, deserves it. But He's just good. But, I made a few points, a couple points I want to give you. We're going to get out a little early because we've got a business meeting right afterwards and it won't take long. It'll be sweet too, I promise you. That's not a negative statement. It will be a nice, we have great business meetings around here. But we'll do that in just a little bit. But walking in the favor of God. And my first point is having a heart for righteousness. Having a heart for Righteousness. The Bible says in Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 21, Whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, finds prosperity, finds honor. Three good words that go with favor, amen? Whoever pursues. So the question when I read that verse is, Rodney, what are you pursuing? Are you pursuing the kingdom of God, Auburn Heights? Who, who, what are you pursuing? Who are you pursuing? Are you pursuing riches and fame? If you are, share a little. But what are you pursuing in your life, in your individual family? What are you pursuing? See, Proverbs' wisdom says pursue righteousness. What's the verse that comes to mind? Seek first the kingdom. And when you pursue the kingdom, and when you pursue righteousness, when you pursue all of these things that that God has put into place, then you find life. Then you find what you were created for. Because you weren't created just to be a church member. You were not created just to be a pew setter. In our case, a chair setter. That's not what you were created for. You were created to be a kingdom-minded, kingdom person on this earth that changes lives in the lives of people that you come in contact with. Because God knew when He set it all in place, He knew that everybody, that all of us would have different people that we would affect and we would touch. And so it's important that you be a kingdom person, that you be a person who pursues righteousness, that when you come in effect and in, in, in interact with people, you begin to change their lives because you have righteousness, the righteousness of Christ in you. And as you go about your daily life, you you're touching people's lives whether it's in a medical at the medical center whether it's at UAB whether it's at the grocery store when's the last time when's the last time you blessed the checkout lady when she had ten voids oh sister have you ever learned how to run the cash register when's the last time you blessed her because you know after that second void, she's now, now now her her whole inside is just screaming. Did you help her? Or did you give her a little old shove on with the It matters out there? And I want to encourage you, go after righteousness. The righteousness of Christ. It's in you. Go after it. Walk in that. Yeah, have a heart. I say this a lot. But bend your heart toward God. I want to say this, I want to say it the right way. Lord, give me the right words to say it. Quit looking for stuff that you can get away with. I want to be very careful here because I'm... But people ask me, what do you think about that? Well, if you're having to ask the preacher what he thinks about something, then already there's a, there's a, there's a stick in the mud. There's something going on. If you've got to ask me, we already cross ways. I mean, really, come on. Now, listen, listen. I'm not over there, and I'm not over there. I believe in grace to the hilt. But I don't believe in grace so much that grace, 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 and I can go and live like hell, like hell, like hell, because the preacher said we got grace and we can just walk any old way we want to, hurt who we want to, and the wall's right there, i got to stop. But, that's not grace. That's exactly right. That's not grace. If you've got to ask the preacher... Just do something with it. I don't know. Don't ask me. That's a that, no, I Ain't gonna say that. Quit. Quit trying, but quit trying to figure out what I can get away with, and still be okay with God. Pursue righteousness. Pursue godliness. Pursue holiness. Pursue Christianity. Amen? Pursue being a real Christian. Christ-like. Pursue that. When you do, when you pursue Christ, when you pursue righteousness, you're going to walk in the favor of God. When we look at Joseph's character, Joseph, every time he turned around, if you read chapter 39 there, it's the story of Potiphar's wife. But everywhere you see Joseph, it said, and Joseph walked with the Lord. But the Lord was with him, is what it says. In whatever he found him situation, yes, you're going to have stuff. There'll be a Potiphar's wife, there'll be a Potiphar, there'll be a jail man, there'll be whatever in your. I don't know what it is in your life, but whatever it is, the Lord was with him. He finds himself with Potiphar's wife, and she tries to to get him to lie with her, and he says no. I'm not going to do that. There's some there's some character about me that's not gonna do that. There's some righteousness about me that's not gonna do that. I just can't go there. I'm tempted, yes, because we're human, but I just can't go there. And he flees. And the Bible says the Lord was with him. Now you know the story if you've read it lately you hung around here, because I talk about Joseph a lot. I love this story. They put him in jail. And later on in the the chapter there, it says that, that that Joseph became head of the jail. And when it says, after he says when he was head of the jail, what follows that? Because the Lord was with him. He pursued righteousness. He had a heart. To please God, you remember it back, um, back Genesis thirty-seven, chapter uh, verse 30, chapter thirty-seven, verse two, says, and Joseph brought a bad report to his father. Now I've preached it, and I've heard plenty of preach it, uh, pre- plenty of people preach it that he was a tattletale, little old tattletale. Well, that's probably true. He may have been. He wasn't perfect. Okay. But as I was studying this week and talking to the Lord about Joseph, Joseph said, yeah, Rodney, that's, that's, that's true. You preached that before that he was a tattletale. But Rodney, really and truly, Joseph had some character about him. And when he saw his brothers doing ungodly stuff, he said, no, that's not going to happen. And he went to his father and he shared it. Not to be a tattletale but his character wouldn't let him stand by and watch the defilement of his family what are you pursuing what are you pursuing are you pursuing righteousness i got to hurry up joseph had character about him that's wrong that's wrong and i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it what's your character look like today auburn heights What's your character look like? Is your character strong enough that if somebody accused you of something, they couldn't find nobody in 500 miles to believe it? That's the way I want to live. You know about Brother Rodney over there? He done such and such. I don't believe it. you'll You'll have to have 15 witnesses and whatever to make me believe it. I don't believe it. I'm not going to believe it. I just don't believe it. Or, gee, Oh, I knew I knew he was a phony from the beginning. I knew he was phony. you know he'd been here 33 years, but I, 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 was, I voted against him from, the, from day one. I, I knew I just knew he had it in him. No, I don't believe that. What's your character look like? It's a big deal. Now listen, listen, I'm not saying that I'm, I on it ain't about earning God's favor. Because a lot of us have got it when we didn't deserve it. (laughs) We all have. Gail said we all have. So Gail got it. I was leaving Gail out, but she said we all have. Amen. We all have. That's right. So it's not about earning. I don't do it because I want to earn. I do it because He does it. Not earning. I don't earn anything. I can't earn anything. But it's a free gift and I get it. Amen. Amen. Last point: Have a desire to walk in obedience. Have a desire to walk in obedience, and I'll do this real quick. But all through there, verse seven and eight. Let me see that, Lisa. Okay, and that's what I was talking about a minute ago. And then, but uh, let me let me just close out. I got all those. I got a lot of scriptures there, but every one of them end. Every one of them, but the Lord was with him. Every one of these situations, the prison, the wife. And all, all of those times, everything ended with, but the Lord was with him. Joseph found himself at the top. Why? Because the Lord was with him. And he was obedient. When, when Potiphar's wife come on to him, and if you read in the Bible, it says he was a handsome young man. Okay? He wasn't ugly as dirt. He was a handsome young man. And Potiphar's wife, but he fled. Why? Because he had character and the Lord was with him. Listen, if you want the favor of God, if you want to walk in the favor of God, have a, have a desire to walk in obedience. Not seeing what I can get away with. Can I do this? How much of this can I do, Brother Rodney, before, before God's going to get mad at me? I don't know. You take it up with God. Don't ask me. If you haven't asked me, it probably ain't good anyhow. I don't know. But quit looking for ways to get away with something. Just go ahead and just go ahead and commit your life to Christ. It's a lot better. (laughs) It's a lot better. I promise you. It's a lot better. It ain't gonna hurt in the morning. You know? It's a lot better when you just commit your life to Christ. Bend your heart toward Christ. The Lord was with Joseph, and Joseph prospered. You read the end of the chapter, you read the end of the book, Genesis. And Joseph's in charge of it all. You know the story. I've preached on it enough. You know the story. Joseph's in charge of it all. And God wants to do the same for you and I. So, what are you pursuing? You're pursuing righteousness? You're pursuing these things? Is your heart bent toward the Father? Are you really striving to please the Father? I am. And I don't want to be a stumbling block to somebody else. Paul said, there's some things I can do, and, I, I, and I'm okay with it. But if it causes my brother to stumble, I'm not going to do it. Okay? Paul was talking about eating meat. If you're not a meat eater, and meat eating offends you, please don't ask me out. cause it's gonna be it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard for me to eat greens and without something there just kidding just kidding but not really I want to have a heart that doesn't offend that doesn't hurt people, and I want you to have that heart I want you to have that righteousness I want you to have that love. I want you to have that joy that people want to be around you. That people grow when they're around you. Yeah. Yeah. Father, thank You that we have You. God, I would have made a mess of my life a long time ago had not the Lord been with me. Probably I'd done enough already, Lord, But God, You were faithful and You forgave and You restored and You rescued as we sung. What a powerful song. You rescued me. And God, when You look at me, You don't see my faults and my failures. God, You see the blood of Jesus that's been applied to my life. And Lord, I want to thank You that I I don't pursue righteousness because of me. Lord, I pursue righteousness because of You. You give me that in my spirit to pursue righteousness. If you're here today and you don't know Him as Savior, I would sure love to tell you about Jesus. He can change your world. He can change your world if you'll allow Him to. But He's not going to force Himself on you. But if you allow Him to, He can begin to chip away those things that are not. And He can give you a heart that says, Father, I just want to please You. I want to please You. My heart is to seek righteousness. I want to walk in obedience. I'm not looking for what I can get away with and still make it to heaven. No, I don't want to do that, Lord. I want Your kingdom to come in my life on this earth because I want to make a difference in somebody else's life. So, Father, help us, I pray. Help us, I pray. Help us, I pray. Don't let anyone leave here this morning, Father. Don't let anyone leave here unsure that if today was the day that you came back, or today was their last day on this earth, Father, where they'd spend eternity. There's nothing greater than heaven, Father. So we bless you. Thank you for each one that's here. Thank you for our guest. In Jesus' name, amen.